Hola, this is the Getting to Ramen podcast, and I'm Joshua Anderton. Man, I really love that groove. I feel like I should actually have have lyrics. You know, like a four or five part harmony of that. Getting to ramen. You know, you're feeling it. Okay, I promise I won't sing falsetto again. <laughs> so I usually don't do ads on getting to ramen, but I'm really excited to be a part of an initiative that Jane Portman and Benedict Dyke set up. Um, so these are they are the founders of UserList, and they reached out and found some found some businesses, found some entrepreneurs that are having a rough go right now with everything that's going on, and uh, and then gathered some podcasters together to to sponsor those businesses um, and hopefully help out a bit. And so I'm really excited, um, really excited to be doing that today with uh, with two companies here. So the first one I'm going to talk about is is Versaly. So Versaly is a SaaS focused landing page and website builder, and uh, you can find them on uh, find them at versaly.com. Um, but if you are considering if you're building an, a SaaS app or um, or you have an existing SaaS app, you you definitely need to look at hosting your marketing site on a separate platform than um, than where your app is hosted and and not have it sitting with this within the same code base. Uh, this is something that we've been working on with user feed for a while is is just building the marketing site, um, building it out somewhere else uh, away from the app code because you know you just want to make a, a quick change to the home page and you have to actually do like a full on deploy. Um, just for that. So I definitely recommend that. Go check out uh, Vulcan Kea on, on Twitter. Uh, follow him, follow the company, and uh, and show some support. Um, but yeah, so that's uh, that's that. Um, man, so it's been a few weeks, and to be honest, I've recorded this episode a couple times. So, but uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I tweeted... Um, I tweeted. I just feel so weird saying that. Does anyone else feel weird? It feels strange to me. But anyways, I, I submitted, I submitted to Twitter a question uh, that I wanted to talk about today because this has kind of been on my mind the last few weeks, uh, and it's just this idea of all of the hats that a founder needs to wear, and um, I think, um, I think really great founders, I guess founder isn't the right word, um, great entrepreneurs, anybody who's running, uh, trying to keep a small team, you know, especially if it's one or two people, I'm, I'm finding that working on user feed um, and Upscribe uh, and Podmelon, that there's a bunch of different things that I have to do on a daily basis, um, um, or in the cases of Upscribe and Podmill on a nightly basis. <laughs> but um, there's a bunch of different things I have to do, and it's not like it's not like I can just um, I can't just not do some of them. So I have to do engineering. You know, I have to do marketing. 
I have to do customer ser- service um, and sales. Like these are just things that just have to be done. I have to be writing blog posts and making content and whether, whether it's video or podcasts or whatever, there's just, these are just the things that, um, generally need to be done. Uh, and so I was finding it hard to be able to make progress or am finding it's an ongoing struggle. Um, but this was, this was, uh, what prompted sending out this tweet. And, uh, so I'll read the tweet quickly and, um, and then some of the responses, but in the early days, founders are juggling all of these engineering, customer support, sales, writing blog posts, social media, podcasts, video, etc. What does your routine look like to cover these? And, um, I got some really helpful responses back and, and it was a, f- um, you know, from, from a few different um, founders. So pe- people running that people who have, have started, uh, companies and, uh, successfully and as well as just, you know, are currently in the, in the middle of that. And, and so, uh, just, I won't read all of them out, but, and I've linked the, the tweet in, in this, uh, in the show notes. So feel free to, to take a gander, to look through that and, um, um, but, uh, I, the ones that I wanted to bring up were, um, uh, uh firstly, uh, Matt Wensing, uh, who's the, the founder of, uh, Summit, which is financial, um, or financial forecasting for SaaS products. Um, really good tool. Um, he, he was just saying that what he, what he's found helpful for kind of prioritizing your time and managing these things is find the zeros in your business and solve for those things first. So I kind of asked him to elaborate a bit and, and he just said for his own business, uh, quarter one of 2019 was solved for zero users. And so that was the focus quarter two of 2019 was solved for zero runway quarter three was solved for zero activation quarter four solved for exhaustion. So, and he kind of went on, it was just like, you kind of have to pick the most important thing and just focus on that. And, um, and I think that there are still things that you just have to do on a daily basis. But I think, uh, I mean, what I kind of took from this, um, and appreciate about this is it's just this idea of like, you, you need to sit down and prioritize what you're going to work on and you should be doing it through this lens. You should be kind of looking at what, what is the highest priority right now? And, and figure out what your, what your schedule is going to look like or, or what your, your task list looks like based on, um, that priority. Another person that got, got back was, uh, Ruben Gamez, who is the founder of bid sketch and doc sketch. And, um, so what he said was, so, and this is a bit of a thread, but he, uh, he said, agree with the comments that it's back and forth. So a few people were just saying that it's kind of a, you're, you're kind of balancing everything. And I, which I rebuttaled to with just like, um, basically like, yes, I know that we're balancing things and, and that's the nature of business. So it wasn't really helpful to tell people that you just got to figure it out. Um, and so his response was, uh, uh, agree with comments that it's back and forth. 
only thing I'd add is that uh, some of these things we just don't do early on or at all. Narrowing focus on what really matters is important, as well as pr- as well as purposely ignoring stuff that matters less. Um, so once again, it's kind of this. Um, I think what I'm what I'm noticing. Um, oh, and 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 also he he uh, suggests uh, recommends a book called Borrowing Brilliance. Um, and he just said that there's some some good stuff in there about the way that you should think about problems um, and uh, kind of figuring out the root, uh, properly digging to the root of problems and, and addressing them. Uh, so so I've linked that as well, the the book. and that's on my my audible list here. so that'll be something that I'm gonna be jumping into because I, I, I think ultimately what I, what this reminded me, um, kind of the responses that I got, is that as a founder of a company or somebody who's who's in the early stages of building something, um, and you've you've got some traction, and you uh, you need to kind of keep a lot of balls rolling, balls rolling. I don't know, um, something like that. Uh, when you when you need to wear all these hats, it seems like the most important skill to have is the, the ability to see opportunities. So, I mean, and this is, this goes back to, you know, a good, good entrepreneur sees opportunities. Um, and that's ultimately is it's like, uh, you have to keep doing that once you've started the business as well is where, where are the opportunities to grow? Um, where are the problems and, and, and you need to get good at prioritizing what to work on, what not to work on. And this is actually one of the reasons why I appreciate uh, that I have kids is it's like, it's forced me to really uh, focus the time I do have, whether that's time with them or uh, time working um, away from them. It's caused me to, to get better at going like, what is, what is, you know, being present and being able to focus on the right things because you only got so much time with your kids. So focus on connecting and focus on, on engaging with your kids and you only have so much time to focus on work. So work on the things that matter because in 20 minutes you could get distracted and, and who knows what's going to happen after that, especially during COVID. Um, so you want to be able to say that you you want to you want to have made a dent on the important thing that that day. So um, yeah, so I think I think for a lot of for a lot of of us, this may just be a uh, a reminder. Um, but I think it's really important to come back to every once in a while. It's like just have to continue to be good at taking a step back and figuring out what's the most important thing you should be working on today and focusing on that. So I, I, this was a really good rem, a reminder for me uh, and uh, hopefully it was for you as well. So so now now comes time for, for the second company that um, I wanted to talk about today and that's Draw SQL or Draw, C, Draw SQL if you are if you're one of those people. I honestly don't know. SQL versus SQL. Uh, it's just easier when you only have to spell it out. You don't have to say it. Regardless, uh, draw uh, draw SQL is a database schema diagrams um, drawing tool um, to help developers visualize and document their databases. So this is just a, a really great way to 
uh, to actually like design your infrastructure, design um, your database schema in a UI, so you can collaborate on it and um, and and kind of work that out before you go in and, and actually start building it out. So really great tool. Um, definitely go check that out and follow Dennis Ong on Twitter and um, he's the founder. Um, and yeah, so yeah, so so definitely go check them out. Oh, and that's at drawsql.app. So check it out. Um, yeah, I hope you're having a good day or evening. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you soon. <laughs>